is the review. Hello and welcome into the review. I'm your host James Boswell. And I'm Thomas Fitch. Episode 2 in the books. We've watched it. We're doing this the night of. So hopefully we can remember a little bit more. I think we're a little sharper right now, <laughs> uh, rather than two days later, so that's good. A lot happened. A lot. Oh my goodness. This was, from start to finish, a great episode. This was good TV. I want to note, I said a Bachelor series was good TV. Wow. That says something. Wow. Um, where should we start? Okay, so let's let's get started. There's a lot of dates. A lot of dates. We had, what, three dates? Four dates. Four dates. So the first date card went to Jamie, which is... Jamie! Sweet Jamie, who's... Man, the whole first about, like quarter of the show, you're just going, oh, Jamie. Anyways. You know, in some ways, it kind of felt like a reprisal a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, last last week's episode left us with some unresolved business, and so the first thing, we hit the ground running. I didn't really love that. You could tell the girls were pissed. I was kind of Jamie tired. got the card, and they're like, okay, she's already been on a date. I was kind of pissed. Yeah. Like, I was a little bothered... I was tired of Jamie. I wanted some other stories, but we ended up getting quite a story. Yeah. So it starts off, you know, Trevor and, and Jamie are talking. and Trevor just has the clean cut, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. douchebag, like I know what to say, which we soon find out is kind of his problem. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Sorry, I, I turned that over to you right as you took a bite of the Kit Kat. I did, yes. I'm We're not sponsored it. by it, by the way. I, I am Unless eating. Unless you want to. I am eating a, a candy bar that comes in two pieces. Yeah. That you normally split apart. Um, so, um, yeah, so the way that these Bachelor series work like Paradise and Listen to Your Heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so, obviously, we had 12 guys last week. We have eight girls this week. Well, now it's eight and eight. That doesn't work. So, they're going to be throwing in girls because the guys have the roses this week so that the numbers don't match up so that people have to go home. So that's kind of the backdrop for all of this. But we don't have any new people yet when Jamie leaves with Trevor. <laughs> so they go and uh, Trevor's from Los Angeles. Yep. So they're at Venice Beach. Uh, they're going to do a they're going to do a duet just in public like, you know, busking. Um, and uh, Trevor says stuff like, oh, you know, I used to go over here all the time and oh, all this stuff. And it's obviously going pretty well. Yeah, it is. But then, I don't think The Bachelor could have found a better oh my person gosh. to bring on the show than Natasha with a C. Yeah, Natasha from a C. She's from what? From the East, right? She's from New York. She has that accent. She has the, the classic, like... I'm That's how she be, described herself. Yeah. Just very, very, um, very, like, brunt. Like, she's just going to tell you, tell you how it is. Mm-hmm. Which, t- I mean, again, is perfect for the show. Because she walks up and, you know, she's meeting everybody and then she's like, okay, who's not here? And they're like, well, Trevor, this guy Trevor, this girl Jamie. And she goes, Trevor from Amer- American Idol. Which, as you know, if you watched the first episode, Trevor was on American Idol. Yeah. So it turns out, Natasha drops a bombshell. <laughs> uh, she apparently knows Trevor's ex-girlfriend. Who they not, who not only, whatever's the ex, but they broke up because Trevor cheated on her. And is now on a date with Jamie, who all the boys she's been with have cheated on her. I mean, it is... It's, it's This is early. This is real early, right off the bat. It, it, I mean, it feels almost so scripted. It was so perfect. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I think there must have been something there. There's no way that happened. But this goes into... The, we get a really good piece of editing now for the next 10 minutes of the show. 
where we're getting shots of the date and shots back at the house where Natasha's talking to the girls and all the girls are just like, oh my gosh, poor Jamie. And they're just all distraught. Uh, it's actually really interesting. I always think that the, the camaraderie that appears on these shows is kind of an interesting study because you know, I don't never know how real it is. Right. But they always talk about it as if it is. Um, yeah, I mean, really well edited. We're getting these shots on the one hand of these girls talking about all this stuff and then we're seeing Trevor and Jamie having a really time. I mean, it's unfortunate if you're Trevor. This is really painting you in a bad <laughs> light. There's no way you watch this and come away liking Trevor. Yeah. Well, and and I think the where it like climaxes is where uh, Trevor and Jamie go in a hot tub because again, the show can't get away from hot tubs. We don't quite this have to, but this time we know it's hot because there is steam. Yeah, we don't have the controversy. So that solves the controversy. No controversy controversy with this hot tub. But Jamie tells Trevor in the hot tub, every guy I've been with has cheated on me. Now, at the uh, the exact same time that we see this shot, because back and um, one of the girls, I don't remember who, is saying, um, well, you know, he, I hope he tells her. I, it, it really, it feels scripted. It feels so scripted. Yeah, but she's like, well, is he going to tell her? And someone else is like, I don't know. And then Trevor's like, yeah, like I was with a girl and we broke up and Jamie goes, why? He's like... You know, we just weren't on the same page or something like that. Classic line. Clearly lies. No indicator of cheating. Now, and the, the cheating thing's more complicated. We find out later. Yeah. It's a lot more complicated. Apparently, he wasn't physically cheating. He was emotionally he said, yeah, he, cheating. Oh, he, said, he said, stayed in the relationship longer than I should have, which... It's just it's just a lot of... Um, the, the thing we don't like about Trevor is that he feels kind of slimy. Yeah. And it just kind of... It really reinforced that. Don't know if that's accurate or not. If it isn't, that really is rotten for Trevor. Uh, but it just—that's what it just feels like. There's something there that it is just a little slimy. I also forgot. <laughs> I wrote this quote down from Jamie. Like at the beginning of the date, she's like, "This is so great. Nothing could go wrong." Yeah, I know. Well, as soon as she I'm says like, that, sweet twenty-one-year-old Jamie. As soon as she says that, you just have to sit back and go, "Oh no, girl." <laughs> yeah, I mean. She literally says nothing could go wrong. I just don't see how anything could go wrong. And I mean, if that's not the biggest foreshadow in the world. Yeah. Um, it, and, and then everything goes wrong. Well, I mean, in the previews to the show, you see Jamie crying. Which I hate, but... Yeah, okay, okay. So Thomas has a real problem. I don't like spoilers. Previews. And also, it's like, I've watched the show, okay? If I'm sitting down, I've turned on the TV, i got nothing else to do, you don't need to spoil it for me. I'm less likely to watch the show if you spoil it, but... <laughs> Anyways. Well, so we know it's not going to... I mean, it's just... Yeah. This is... This... The first, like, what, third of this show is really an editor's dream. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it worked out very well. Because you have them. all these emotional people who are at least, at some point, inebriated, giving you... Yeah. Just quotes. Uh, left and right, and you can just put it together uh -huh. however you want. And I think when we finished this part of, this, of, of the episode, I kind of said, well, that was great television. I hate it. You know? Yeah. You kind of feel bad watching it. It's good television. It's very entertaining, but you kind of hate it. And yeah. I, that was my takeaway from that. I kind of hated it, but it was very good television. It was entertaining. We all we had great reactions, which we didn't record live, but we had great reactions. Uh, yeah. Well, I then don't know what else we have to then, say? Here. Then, well, then then they get back, and Natasha confronts Trevor. I mean, and she's made for TV moment. Oh my god! I mean, so she walks up and and. Uh, Natasha literally goes, you know, she's, he's like, hey, I'm Trevor. She's like, yeah, I'm Natasha. I know you. And you see the wheels turning. Yeah. And he goes, huh, maybe I recognize you. And she goes, can we talk? And he's like, I, I kind of like to get settled in. She goes, we're going to talk now. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's Which, very... you know what? In this situation was pretty good. Like he needed, cause he's so smooth. Natasha might've been the only person to like 
get the truth out of him. That's true. And she lawyered him good. She lawyered him good. She, she might be a musician, but she if she if that doesn't work out, she should go into law. Because she takes Trevor. Yeah. You know, they go to talk somewhere. And he's like she's like, Yeah, I knew your your old girlfriend and she told me that you lied to her and cheated on her. And he's like, Well, I never physically cheated on her. Which, first of all, it's already a concession that you've cheated. Yeah, I mean, she, she backs him into a corner, and he handles it really well. We don't need to rehash the whole thing, because yeah. we don't remember it. But it was very well done. Oh, actually, we have some, some detailed <laughs> well, the, notes. The, okay, run through that. Yeah. The dialogue there is good. Yeah, the best part, because he said that he emotionally cheated on her. And, and so Trevor's like, I didn't lie or cheat. And Natasha goes, but you did emotionally cheat. And Trevor goes, yes. And Natasha goes, you did lie. And he goes, in some form, yes. So she basically gets him to go from saying, I didn't lie or cheat, to in, in a matter some of way, couple questionings, okay, yeah, I did lie and cheat, but it wasn't, like, super bad. Yeah, it, it's the kind of thing that you go, okay, wow, good job. Yeah. Um, great television. Um, and it, it's a, it's a storyline that kind of doesn't really hang over the episode because they kind of leave it there, but it does come back. It, it comes back. It's yeah. something you have to deal with. Uh, you've already seen Jamie cry in the first yeah. five minutes of the episode. Yeah, yeah, her reaction was, I just wanted something to go well for once. Well, you had a sweet guy with Ryan, and you blew that. Yeah, absolutely. That's like nothing was wrong with Ryan. Our official take, you did this to yourself. Um, you know, we said last last episode that our dominant emotion surrounding Jamie was just fear. Oh, no, yeah. this poor girl is going to get hurt. She is really kind of doing a lot to herself right now, at least in our opinion and from what the editors have shown us. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem like she's helping herself. Still a little worried she's going to get chewed up. I mean, I, it's just I know it's going to happen. Yeah. But... Well, then, kind of to wrap this up, Trevor does go and confront Jamie. Uh-huh. He kind of has to. Well, confront is maybe the wrong word. No, but he he, you know, he goes to her and he says, okay, yeah, I did cheat. Like, my girlfriend found texts that I was going, you know, back and forth. And so at least he's yeah. open. Now, granted, he kind of had to. Yes. And it would have come off a lot better if when... If he had done that on his own, when Jamie mm. said, every guy's cheated on me, he should have said, hey, just so you know, this happened. But that's also a tough situation when someone's like, everybody's cheated on me, and then she goes, how'd your last girlfriend break up? Oh, I cheated what? on her. <laughs> like, yeah. No, absolutely. I, I understand it. Like, yeah. So Trevor... He's put in a rough again, spot, but he, he did looks it really bad. He does look really bad. Mm-hmm. Who, but who knows? Well, we'll have to see. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, produ- the production team has made it very clear we're not supposed to like him. Yeah. Um, okay, the next, next date, this is... A good relationship. Brie this and Chris. Is, yeah, this is the kind of thing, when uh, when they announced that Brie is getting the date card, you kind of know, because they, they, at the beginning of the episode, they make it very clear that Brie and Chris like really like each mm-hmm. other. They, we, give it, we get a couple of clips to know that, we, that they really like each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like the end of last week, we don't really know much about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but coming in, they make it clear that they're, they're definitely happy with each other. So it's kind of, you kind of know, okay, we're going to get something light and probably, hopefully, happy coming out of the absolute mud fest that we just yeah. went through. Um, and that's exactly what we get, right? What's the date? A terrible date. They go to Guitar Center. Well, we all know my thoughts on Guitar Center. But regardless of where they went, I mean, people are going to go to concerts, they're going, like, to dinner places. They literally go to an, like... They okay, went to a music It's, it's kind of cool they go to a mu- but they're musicians, okay? Yeah. Like, they... They just went to a closed music store. And could pick out whatever instrument they wanted and play. Yeah. That's Again, not that. they're musicians. They, they, they do that. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. They got a weird date. But, you know, they maybe... They made the most of it. 
Well, they did. They seemed to have. I mean, they had a good time. So the you know just from a pure financial standpoint, yeah, they got shafted. <laughs> um, nobody famous. No recording. Right. I mean, after when the first date is, hey, you're gonna go sing a song with the producer for John Mayer. Yeah, I, yeah, the bar's high, uh, but they have a great time. They clearly they walk around there enjoying each other's company, uh, and then finally we see him sit down, mm-hmm. and Chris picks up a guitar, and he just starts playing. He's like, "Hey, like, what what style do you want?" And she says, "What raw?" It was like moody and raw, which is not a style. <laughs> So that's my only problem here, is that Moody and Raw is not a musical style. But he actually kind of found it pretty well. Well, yeah, we see him play this a couple more times throughout the episode, so yeah. that could just be his style, yeah. that he's like, okay, Moody and Raw, that's not a real answer, <laughs> so I'm just going to play what I know. Um, but they had a nice little duet. They had a great little duet, and it, we don't know, we're assuming they're making it up on the spot. It kind of feels, it seems like you it, definitely, yeah, this Bree is just kind of making up words, and it's nice, it's yeah. really nice. Mm-hmm. She uses uh, go- his full name. She calls him Christopher. Like <laughs> it's just like it's nice. It's sweet. You're happy to see. Yeah, it, it was a little cheesy, but it also kind Very. of felt a lot. It felt real. And it was not. It was just. It was well placed coming yeah. after the the Jamie and Trevor stuff. Yeah. It was. It was nice and happy and very good. All right. Not something we're used to seeing. Exactly. Exactly. Now that's kind of enough of that because There's this not- is a show about drama. Right. 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 And Julia, this episode was honestly. I think we were expecting this episode to be all Jamie drama. And that actually it was not got wrink, you know got smoothed o- smoothed over uh-huh. pretty soon, and we got to Julia for basically the rest of the episode because Julia and Sheridan go on a date. Yeah, Julia. Wow. Okay, so Julia, um, Julia picked Sheridan over Mister Clean last week. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of were surprised by that. Mm-hmm. I think most people were. And sh- and Sher- I mean, Sheridan, we've kind of gone to the fact that he's a, he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like. Uh, I've made the the observation. Kind of looks like Jason Momoa from the Rocket Mortgage commercial, where he's like taking off all the muscles and stuff. But he still has the hair. But still, yeah. Before he takes off the hair, like still has the hair, but it's just yeah, a little awkward. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of a, he's kind of a funny looking guy, but it works for him. Yeah, it, it's it's he, he's committed to that look. But Julia picked him, so that should put him in a good position. And right before all, but this next date card comes out, we see that. Um, we see that they seem to still be yeah. clicking. They're yeah. still doing pretty well. They seem to actually kind of like each other. Well, and he's obsessed with her. And yeah, we find out very quick. That's a very good point. Sheridan says he's pretty much only here for Julia now. Like, like that's like he he did a survey of the room, found one, and he's here for her. Um, she gets a date card. Yeah, and she picks Sheridan. Yeah, yeah. She picks Sheridan, and they go to the the radio show. Yes, which is it almost feels it's. Like just a step down from Crazy Ira and the Douche from uh, <laughs> from Parks and Rec, where it's like you have these two guys like braiding them with questions. I mean, it's a morning. It's a morning. Yeah, it's a morning, it's a morning talk, talk show. show. And it's just you could feel the awkwardness of like this is their first date, and they're just being asked like all these. But they're answering these questions as a couple. Yeah. Of uh, the date card set or someone you're willing to go public with, yeah. so they go to the radio show. So that's how that ties in. Um, yeah, I thought that was kind of weird, but it, it ends up being a really nice date. Yeah, because they get to um, sing together. Yeah, so they sing. They get a couple minutes. The one of the hosts goes, "Hey, do you want to? You know, we're gonna take a break here for a few minutes. Do you want to come on and sing on the air when we're done?" And um, they're okay, okay, we'll go work on it. So they have a few minutes. Whatever. I'm not sure they had a few minutes. I mean, maybe yeah. had like a while. But they work on this stuff and they get up there on the little sound stage and they do this song. And how does it sound? Amazing. It they is incredible. It. Their voices blend really. Now remember, the only real we, singing I mean, we've we seen, literally applaud it afterwards. The I would listen to that again. Yeah, uh, I would like to. It's very good. Um, the only we've seen two singing dates so far. We've seen Ryan and Jamie where they d- 
didn't sound good together. Mm-hmm. Um, they looked good together. They didn't sound good together. And Trevor and Jamie, Jamie also and didn't, Trevor, which was the same thing, kind of weird. Not, not, not right. Which maybe is a Jamie thing. I think it's a Jamie thing. Uh, yeah, it just didn't blend well. So when uh, when Julia and Sheridan sing together, I mean, they they trade off. They sing together. They mm-hmm. harmonize a little bit in parts. It sounds good. Yeah. It sounds really, really good. And so we leave this date going, wow, that was awesome. I'm glad those two people are happy. We've got two good dates in a row. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. Last date is Brandon and Savannah. Brandon and Savannah. Now, they also picked each other yeah. last week. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Savannah picked Brandon. Yes. Savannah picked Brandon. That's a good point. It's a one-way street. Uh, Savannah picked Brandon. And we said last week we could see them sticking together and kind of policing people. Yeah, because I which, think... I'm not sure how accurate that is now. Yeah. Um, they both kind of got in the fray a little bit. They feel, Well, they both feel mature. That is, that's a good thing. What, now, let's talk about that date. Yeah, so well, I think one of the interesting things, like the beginning of the date, you hear them talking about um, the fact that, uh, I think it was like the day before, maybe that morning, it sounds like they had a conversation where they're basically like, okay, we, we clearly like, like each other, but we also understand the premise of this show. That is huge. Very, I mean... Very unbashful, like to be like, hey, we also we I we both can understand that this is a dating show where it's kind of a competition and there's other people on the show. Yeah, it's a, maybe a recognition of the fact that like we like each other, but we are recognizing that we should still be playing the room. And Brandon, especially, and you know, granted, Brandon had the power this yeah. week, but Brandon clearly does not want to commit to anybody. No, we see that. We see that kind of. He seems to be playing that a lot that he doesn't want to commit. Um, but not, it doesn't come across bad. No. And that was like, at it one comes point, across, it, it's in a weird way, his desire to play the room comes across as mature. Well, I think it's because he's a little more honest about it. Yeah. Cause he never like tells one girl, like I'm ha- like, I'm falling in love with you. Even when uh-huh. Savannah says like, I really like you. He's like, he's like, yeah, like there are other girls I like, but I also like you. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think it's, a, it's his openness to be like. To not just maybe an be awareness, fit. an awareness of yeah. his surroundings, and, yeah. and an honesty there. Yeah. Well, they have a great date. They go to um, the some jazz club. It's a jazz club. It's a very fa- oh the no, I lost it. It's a very famous jazz club. See, clearly, recording right after is helping. Uh, either way, it's a famous jazz club, uh, and the uh, the people who are up there performing. Uh, say, oh, we're looking for someone to sing with us. Okay, yeah, that was real. <laughs> um, and so they just get up and happen to sing. What do they sing? Something about fire or fury it, or floral. It had it started with, with an F. Started with an F. Fuego. No, it wasn't fuego or um, floral. I can promise that. But either way, they sing the song. Fireball. Um, do, 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 do. It wasn't that. And they, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, 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 it it's it, also really good. It, it was really good, but it definitely the way that it, it is shot is hey we're looking for someone. Yeah. Oh, I guess we'll go up there. Oh, do we know this? Yeah, we can make this work. Boom! Amazing song. And this is part of the Bachelor universe that bothers us, I think, is this fake fake reality thing. I mean, I'm totally fine with watching a reality TV show, and I'm totally under- fine with understanding reality TV shows aren't real, mm-hmm. but they, they, that one was a little forced. It, it, it was very obvious that they, there's no way they sounded that good that confidently without yeah. knowing they... I mean, you know, so they, either way, they must have had a heads up, and the band knew, and they knew what song they were doing, so nobody forgot the words. Um... But they sound really good. So now we've had three dates. Yeah. Two dates. Two, two dates, dates. With really good duets. Because Chris and Bree had like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was good, but it was kind of back and forth. Three good dates. Two good dates. Singing wise. Yeah. Two dates that sound phenomenal. Yeah. And it's funny because those two couples are going to be 
traumatic yeah. characters in the neck in the the rest of the episode. Yeah, and I definitely remember. I can't remember. I think it was after uh, after uh, Julia's uh, was it after, well, I don't know, after one of their songs. I just remember like saying like this is what's going to make the show a lot more enjoyable. It's yeah. like. You get to hear good singing too. That's what it's kind of fun. That's what we wanted, and I mean, I'm happy with the show seeing that on there, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was what we wanted was to see that. So after the after the first date last week, we kind of went, okay, like they're singing, cool. Yeah. But we got some really talented people here, and they sounded really good, and it, it did add a little bit to it. Yeah. Uh, I I liked that. That's why we watched wanted to watch the show. Um, I saw yeah, that was really good. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Uh, let's move cocktail parties. into the cocktail parties. Now, wow. okay, so the only thing, this is like the day of the cocktail parties, but uh-huh. this leads into it. So it was like, I guess the morning, or we don't know what time it is. This morning. So so Julia goes to Sheridan, and her opening line is, I respect you so greatly. Not good. I respect you so greatly. See, no relationship has come after, I respect you so greatly. Let's go on a date. It's, I respect you so greatly. You're a great guy, but the other guy's just more cute. And that's kind of the feeling that this that this uh, little plot point here has. I lost a lot of respect for Julia. Oh, yeah. We really liked what was going on there. And she comes out and basically says, so we had a great time, <laughs> but there's this other guy over there who's cuter. Yeah. That's basically what she says. She's like, oh. I think Brandon and I might work. And I'm like, we haven't seen her talk to Brandon, like, once in this entire show. Yeah. That doesn't mean she's not. It just means we haven't seen it. But we're going off of what we've seen. It just seems out of the blue, out and, of nowhere, and, and totally disregarding. She knows Sheridan cares about her. And poor Sheridan's like, man, what? Like, I feel like I messed up. I could have done stuff better. I don't, I don't think know he what he could have done. Any? I don't think he messed up. I think he played it really well. And Julia just like, I don't know, just got in her head or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was Brandon is a smooth dude. Yeah, but I don't know. It's not good. So Julia lost a lot of points, at least in my book. Yeah. Um, about that, and she's not the only one who's going to lose points this episode, yeah. which is a shame. There were some characters I was starting to kind of like. Well, and that's that's going to lead us to the first point, and the, really the first scene of the cocktail party. Basically, the cocktail party goes great for Brandon and Ryan. They do well, yes. It's, you know, the guys have the upper hand, and uh, it starts off with Brandon and Mel. Yeah, now Mel, remember, Mel's the one who went on a date with Matt. Um, she's got purple hair. Yeah. We don't know a whole lot about her. She seems like she could be kind of fun. But she's definitely, like, she's the kind of person... Who would always say that she would never go on The Bachelor? Uh huh. Because she's kind of like reserved. Probably isn't like a big fan of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like, probably just said, "Screw it, I'm gonna do it." You kind of get that sense then, of yeah, exhaustion yeah. maybe. And so Mel's character changes a lot in this scene. She seems desperate. She seems well nervous. She oh, I forget about this. When Brandon goes on, when Savannah takes Brandon on the date, Mel stands up, and this is our first exposure to the fact that Mel. Oh yeah, Mel runs Brandon. out with like. Crime. Like, the arms at the side, like... Very, um... Yeah. I can't think of the right character. It, it feels, to go back to Parks and Rec, yeah. kind of like April before Andy. No, absolutely. That's exactly what I was like thinking. Like, the hoodie up. Uh-huh. Like, running away. Yeah. And, I don't know, it's it, it's a side of Mel we didn't see in the last episode, and I'm not saying it's bad for her to, like, have emotions on a love show. Yeah. It's just weird, and it, it, it kind of doesn't fit, because going to the cocktail party then, she's like... Putting herself out there, trying really hard, and it's not good. Yeah. So they have a weird. I mean, they still make out, which was also weird. Yeah, Mel. This whole, the entire cocktail party. Mel basically is just going after Brandon, 
in awkward situations. Yeah. And it, it's unpleasant. It's yeah. hard to watch. I literally commented, this is hard, difficult to yeah. watch. Yeah, it was, it was uncomfortable. Um, then Brandon um, and Julia, uh, they, Julia goes and talks to Brandon. And Julia, this is where Julia gets to be really, like, we kind of see more of, like, the darker side. Not as darker, but we kind of see how she can kind of be. Darker is not the right word. But, yeah, she's not evil. (laughs) (laughs) But we do, we see, she's a a little cunning at this point. She throws a little dirt at Savannah. Yeah, she's like, all these other, she's like, all these other girls are like, we're all like being like super emotional and vulnerable and Savannah's just kind of been a little close, like playing close to the chest, and that could be a bad thing. This is a, this is a classic bachelor playbook yeah. too. This just ooh, try to... I know what it's like in the other room, and let me tell you, so and so, you don't want any part because I've seen how so and so acts, and let me tell you, I just I care about you, and I want you to know this. I mean, this was what the entirety of uh, Colton's season of The Bachelor was. I know more than you, and uh, trust me, you don't want these oh, people. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah, not yeah, here for yeah, the right yeah, reasons. Yeah. Uh, we don't get we do not get to that level, but there's we see the first dirt. Yeah, the first dirt, and it's thrown by Julia, which is a surprise. Yeah, because she seems she she seems like a pretty nice person. I think I described her as my first impressions, which is totally based off of what I'm seeing on the show and not based on anything else. Um, is she's a person who does okay. She just doesn't get the lucky breaks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, her her occupants her her occupancy is listed as patient advocate, whatever that means, which seems kind of like a job that's okay. Yeah, maybe not great. She's she likes music. Yeah, she's uh, what I say. I said she's attractive but not pretty. Mm-hmm. Like like okay is is and uh, that sounds really bad, but it just seems like she's a nice person who just doesn't get a whole lot of breaks. Yeah, and clearly here she doesn't help herself because no. she just tries. Yeah, she tries to throw other people under the bus. It's not a good look, and it could hurt her character down the road. It's it well, tactically, it's a bad yeah. move. It almost costs her. Yeah. Um, so then we get to Ryan because Ryan still has a rose, and he's still a good-looking guy. But and we don't know much about Ryan other than Jamie. Yeah. But Jamie and Ryan haven't been anything, haven't talked at all in this whole episode. Yeah. So our whole storyline on Ryan is out the window. Yeah. So he first goes with Natasha, which. I mean, might be the weirdest fit. America Remember, Natasha's has, the has new one who seen. came in. Yeah, yeah. No, it's very weird. Natasha is older, probably older. 30? She she at no, least thirty three. Okay, yeah, older than Ryan, and not only older, but like looks older. Looks su- significantly older. She's glamorous. Yeah, he's not. No, he yeah, he's again. He needs a girl like Jamie, who's just yeah. He really looked right with Jamie. Yeah, that uh, doesn't mean anything. It just means that it looked right. But Natasha. And, and, he even says it though. He's like, "Yeah, you're not like I, w- I was surprised that you would want to talk with me." Yeah. Um, and Natasha says, "Oh, I I like the nerdy type." And well, keep in mind, he does. Minutes. He self defines as nerdy. He calls himself. Yes, nerdy. It's yes. Not, we're not. We're not. Do not hear us. We are an anti nerd shaming podcast. Uh, and Natasha's not nerd shaming either. Mm-mm. That's also no. very important no, to make she, clear. Again, she says she's attracted. She to said him. she's attracted to him. The whole thing to me though feels <laughs> like. I came in late. I'm yep. on the back foot. I need to set up better. Here's a guy who's unattached. I can probably get him if I use my older, glamorous woman charm yep. or whatever. And, it, I mean, it works. Yeah. Spoiler. It does work. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of a weird scene. Yeah. I don't love it. No, it was awkward because they make out for a long time. and They yeah. showed a little too much of that. Yeah. Way more. Well, there's a lot of making out in the cocktail party. We see more than we need. Yeah. Well, and then, then Rudy goes and talks with Ryan because she had given him... <laughs> 
the rose beforehand, and Rudy's like, I think it'd be weird to kiss. And then Ryan's like, huh? And then she's like, no, let's kiss. And well, then they kiss, and then she like feels super awkward about it. Rudy, we need to talk about Rudy's behavior. Yeah. Um, Rudy's another big dramatic plot point. Um, remember, she had a lot of drama with Matt, although we don't think she's she had as much drama. She's all this drama in her head. She's she's a self-sabotage. Like, that's what she's yeah. doing. She's self-sabotaging. So, for the cocktail party, she's really worried that Matt's not going to ever want to talk to her ever again. Yeah. Um, and so then she goes to Ryan. Well, she goes to Matt. She goes to Ryan. And she goes to one other person, right? Rudy? Yeah. Uh, I feel I like think it's just Rudy. them two. Maybe it's just those two. But the whole night just seems awkward. She's... Like, I don't know how to describe her behavior. It's weird. I mean, if you're watching the show, Erratic. this is not a problem. Um, our inability to describe things. But yeah, it, but it, this is, well, this desperate is, this also. Is, yeah. Desperate, erratic, awkward, the pl- awkward. Un- unconfident. Yes. She's going in like, I know you don't like me, but... Yes, that's how she went up to talk with Matt, like, right before... Like, this is maybe the, the final interaction we see is she's like, yeah, basically, I know you don't like me, but, like, I don't know. And then Matt's like, wait, what? Like, I, I, I still like you. Yeah, she said, I think there are probably, like, 20 other girls you'd rather talk yeah. to than me. Yeah, and, he's, and like, he said, so he's like, she's like, that guy and Savannah, he's like, no. That's further from the truth. Like, we know that they have some connection, like... But, yeah, and so Rudy, from what we see in this episode, it seems like she concocts a whole bunch of drama, which is, you know, not what we expected from Rudy. Well, I mean, I guess a little bit after the last episode. It was, and it wasn't. But it's not what we thought when we first saw Rudy. We thought that Rudy was going to be one of the kind of, you know, background characters helping everyone else. Yeah. And then she's sitting there in a chair crying while Jamie's comforting her, and it's complete role reversal, not what we expected at all. Yeah, that's true. I don't love it. I, I think it's a shame. Yeah. But it seems to be consistent with her character, so it is what it is. She causes a lot of problems for herself. Yeah. And um, it's just uncomfortable. It's hard it, to watch. Yeah. Right after the Ryan thing, well, actually, all of those scenes, they're all hard to watch. The it cocktail is, party is a difficult scene to get through. It's not Especially with these people. Coming after the first half of the episode that was great, this is not great. Yeah. Um, so then we get to the roses. The roses. Um, you kind of get the obvious ones out of the way. Bree with Chris. Uh-huh. Trevor with Jamie. Um, I think you also get... Uh, Spiky hair dude who goes Danny. Danny who goes with Becca. Which yeah, they never we don't know much about them, but, but they, they seem, seem cool. They seem cool. They seem I like, like both have an established relationship, but they're probably just normal, so Yeah, they they, they seem they seem great. Um then I think one of the most interesting reactions is when Ryan picks Natasha. Because yeah. we're watching this, right, we're watching Trevor. Because we're like, okay, Trevor obviously doesn't want Natasha. So, we have to keep in mind, again, they're doing this the, the uh, they're doing this the way that oh, yeah. you know, they did last week, where the, the people who, once you get your rose, you go into the hallway, basically, mm-hmm. and wait for the other couple to come through. And just like it was last week, it's great this week. Oh, yeah. We're seeing shots of them waiting, and they're, you know, who is it? we hear them talking about who's going to come through next. It's just, it's really good. It reinforces that team idea. It's it's really great. It's a great way to do this scene because we're getting a little bit more clues other than just the stoic going up and asking for the rose. You mm-hmm. know, like it's 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 it adds a lot. Yeah. So that's the background there. That's the setup. It's a great setup. We very much endorse this setup. Yes. We really really like it. Yeah. So then, so yeah. So Ryan chooses Natasha, and we see uh, again. So we're watching Trevor's reaction because Trevor probably I think he even maybe kind of hints at it that he wants Natasha gone because obviously you know there's. Natasha doesn't like him. And yeah, Trevor is, says, is the, I would like to see Natasha yeah. gone. But when Ryan and Natasha walk down the hallway, it's Jamie who makes the reaction. What is the weird sound? I can't really read, but it's kind of like almost like a, like yeah. kind of disgust. And my theory 
is it's because she still has some feelings for Ryan. It's possible. And seeing him with a guy like a girl like Natasha, who doesn't really fit him at all, kind of surprises her and maybe kind of scares her because she was thinking, I maybe I'm more happy with Trevor than Ryan, but I don't want to see Ryan with this other random girl. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty normal thing, right? Yeah. If you have people, you're like, okay, I think I like this person more, but you're still watching other people. Like, that's not a weird thing to have reactions to other people. But it is telling. Mm-hmm. It tells us a little bit about Ryan. It tells us a little bit about Natasha. It tells us a little bit about Jamie. I think also she might be worried that Natasha's there because she might be worried that she's going to have to deal with this drama that she just had to w- went through. And she's like, oh, now I... I can't ignore this. Like, I'm going to have to deal with it. Because remember, I mean, Jamie's young. She's our age. I'm ready for the Jamie quote where she's like, I just don't get why drama always follows me around. Oh, you know that's coming. It's Oh, yeah. It's going to come from her or Rudy. Yeah. I hate drama. I can't stand drama. <laughs> Somehow I'm always in the middle of drama. <laughs> and I don't know why. That is going to come. Yeah. For sure. Um, okay, so Brandon chooses Savannah. Little bit of, li- I mean, it wasn't a surprise, but it was definitely, is it going to be Savannah or Julia? It was a story, but it wasn't, yeah, it was expected. We kind of thought she, he, she was, or he was, well, blah, blah. we thought he was going to go with Savannah. Mm-hmm. He does. We're happy to see that. Yeah. Um, and, and Gabe, she, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Gabe goes with Ruby. Gabe, okay. Ruby's the new girl. Shout out to, yeah, Ruby is new girl, also from Austin. So we now have two Austinites on yep. here. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shout out to Gabe. In the opening shot, we're seeing the morning shots of them all sitting around the table, uh, which I love the image of them all just like getting up at different times and like getting coffee or breakfast or whatever and just kind of stumbling out. I think that's a fun, that's my favorite time if I'm on like a conference or retreat. Like anyone who knows me knows that breakfast and watching people come in is like one of my favorite things to do. So I love this. Because you're a weird morning person. I am a weird morning person. I love these scenes because of that. Gabe is sitting there and he's got a stack of books. Remember Gabe, we know, is a Christian. Shout out, hashtag blessed. He's got a stack of books that looks an awful lot like a quiet time book oh, stack. Oh, and it's, and it's like the, the slim ins- Bible. It's the Instagrammable The slim notebook. Uh, maybe maybe uh, a Christian book yeah. in the mix. It's like three or four books. It just, it, in my mind, it looks like a quiet time and book stack. And you know he put it on his story that day. Yeah, probably. With the, the good scenery. Yeah, great you know? scenery. They're in a back, their backyard is a mountain. Yeah. Uh, it, it just, that's what I saw, and I, I'm assuming that's what it was because of what we know about Gabe. And I just, you know, I know who's listening to the show, out. really think that's worth mentioning, and another reason why we like Gabe. The next scene, Gabe's got a giant cross around his neck. Shut um, up. So he's Gosh, really being consistent. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. In, in, on this show, uh, you know. Now, yeah, but okay, place, here's the thing, here's the thing, is Christians on dating shows, I, I think he seems a lot more normal. Like, he's a lot of times, a lot of times they get, like, these Christians who give Christians a bad rap because they're like, mm-hmm. uh, this yeah. happened on, I don't know. The Bachelorette or something like that, where there's this guy who's like, I forbid you to have sex with other men, and it's like, oh, that's not a good look. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We still don't know a whole lot about Gabe, but I wanted to shout out the Quiet yeah. Time book stack. It's a, it's a subtle thing, but it, it, knowing, you know, if you if you know what that looks like, it, it's it's very obvious. Yeah. He goes with the new girl. There's not a whole lot there. Yeah. What's the we new girl's name? We haven't got you Ruby. Have names. Ruby. Ruby. Have okay, a- so, well, we're back to our classic Austin barbecue debate, right? Ruby and Rudy. We have Ruby here. We have Rudy here. I'm not going to get into that right now. You know, if you know me, you know where I stand. And yeah. if not, you, it's not worth going into. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then our final couple. So then here, here's, so it comes down to Sheridan. Yes. And it's Sheridan and the, the girls. Have, it's, it's, this is, I like the way this is done. This yeah. creates a really good dramatic tension. So but normally rose ceremonies are painful. Yeah. This is well done. It's still painful because it's a little drawn out. It's a little too much, mm-hmm. but I like the way they did it where they put Sheridan last. Yeah. Because of the storyline we've gotten where Julia has basically made it clear that 
She likes Sheridan, but she really doesn't want to be with Sheridan. Like, she really wants to be with Brandon. Even though she likes Sheridan just fine, nothing wrong with him, she just doesn't want to be with him. And Sheridan still is sticking with his, Julie's the only one I like here, line. So you, there's this big dramatic tension of what will Sheridan do? And it's nice, he has the power. He's but not worried, but... He's torn up. It's a brutal... I mean, we said it's like a lose-lose. It's because, a lose-lose. Because he said he's only there for Julia. So he's not... He doesn't really want to pick the other girls. Because then you're sending Julia home. And you're only there for Julia. Right. But if you pick her, you know she doesn't really like you anymore. And she's probably not going to give him a rose next week. And so that's just going to be... You're just prolonging the pain. You know, it's, do you rip the band-aid off or not? He doesn't. He doesn't. He try, and now, he, he... Maybe... The like, reaction... Now, the reaction from the participants is interesting. Yeah. Uh, we get a, uh, I don't know who says it, we see a little subtitled thing. I think it's Mel. Yeah. Um, now, we saw Matt, or not Matt, excuse me. Um, Sheridan. We saw Sheridan and Mel they're talking. Friends. They looked like, oh, it's very important, they look like they're friends. Yes. They seem like they'd get along really well, yeah. honestly. Um, so we're kind of thinking, oh, maybe, maybe he, if he just wants to like stick it to Julia, you know, make a statement, maybe he'll pick Mel, just keep her around because they're friends. Well... He doesn't. And you could just see in Julia's eyes how she was just like... She looked like she didn't want to take it. Yeah. Like, Ugh, she wanted to Sheridan. stick around, but she didn't want to take it because she knew she was going to have to deal with it again. Poor Sheridan. And yeah, he looks defeated. Everyone looks defeated. You, the end of the episode is not great because after the rose ceremony, we see some shots. You know, Chris Harrison does a little wrap-up thing, and we see some shots as this episode's winding down. And... Julia... No, Brandon Brandon goes over and hugs Julia. Oh, Brandon goes over. Okay. And says, we can still figure this out. Which makes sense if you're looking at this from Brandon's perspective, right? right? Which is, I might like you. I'm glad you're still around. I didn't necessarily like you enough to pick you, but I'm glad you're still around. We can work this out. And Julia's quote, she gets another interview real quick, is something about, well, but he picked Savannah. And yeah. then he says, we can still figure this out. And... You know, it just shows there's a, there's a little bit, from what we're seeing, there seems to be a bit of a misunderstanding about what they're doing. And Brandon's, what we liked about Brandon and Savannah, they seem to understand what the what what goes on in these shows. They're here to meet people. They might be the first two people in Bachelor history to figure out that it's okay to maybe like more than one person on, on a dating show. On a dating show that's a competition. Yeah, it, it really would be fascinating. Um, if we have any Bachelor ep- experts who are familiar with their Bachelor history and want to correct us on that, that'd be great. Yeah, or confirm Feel free that in the comment section. Uh, stats and info. Our stats and info department is uh, pretty slim right now, so we could use the help. But it's just kind of interesting. Shows that um, we don't I mean, really know. We, we I think that's going to be a storyline next week. Yeah, which we didn't. We don't know what's going to come next week because I hate spoilers. But we we'll turned it figure off. it out. It did. It did seem like we're going to get more into like the music competition. I would like, like that. That's what it seemed like right before we turned it off. But again, no spoilers. Well, I guarantee someone will cry. Somebody's going to cry. Jamie's going to. Probably Jamie's being probably a pimple about cry. something or something else. But should be good. I'm looking forward to it. This was a good episode. The end was difficult to watch. Yeah. The beginning was exactly Fantastic. what we expected. Um, no real surprises other than I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, yeah, any, any other last comments? I mean, pretty solid episode. Yeah. I thought, makes me want to come back. That's yep. the goal. Great episode. We're looking forward to next week. All right. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in here. We promised a shorter episode. We got a shorter episode. Um, we're going to do this again next week and, uh, thanks for tuning in to the review. Yep. Love you guys.